Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of WDW Happy Hour. I am not Catherine. Uh, I know she usually does the intros, but for some reason, she's letting me do it. My name is Matt, and I am joined around the table by my fellow podcast members, Scott. Hello. Rob. Hello. Holly. Hello. And the aforementioned Catherine. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So, um... I just want to hype up something. This is there was something done that I didn't think I didn't think was in the realm of possibility of doing this podcast, but we had one of our listeners actually record a rap song about us and I'll be damned if we're not going to play it. So stick around cuz at the end of the episode following our cheers, I'm going to play that rap song from our super fan Pete Carney. I hope that you know, he never said that we could play it on the podcast. We're doing it. But he, does, he, he released he it to us. Well, he but signed by, off. But by, yeah, he, by emailing us, he pretty much said we could do this. So <laughs> stick around for that. And we're going to start off this episode as we do every episode with a segment that we call Topping It Off. It's where one of our the members of our team talk about a drink or libation that you can find at Disney. And this week it is Catherine. So... Hit it. Sure thing. Um, Hey, everyone. So I have one that I'm so excited about because I have the unfortunate position of being the last person to top it off before a trip to Disney, Mm -hmm. which is like a real crap situation to be in because we're going to have so many new drinks like this time next week. We'll be very sad because we'll be coming home. Um, But this is a drink I had in October And it is in Epcot at the Kabuki Cafe in Japan. Um, And this drink is called the Sake Mist. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a shaved ice with sake. Um, It looks very delicious. It looks like a children's snow cone. Um, And they offer it in a few flavors. And this this began as an option, I'm going to say in 2016, but last year they changed the flavors. So the flavor I would recommend is actually the newest flavor. It's the coconut pineapple. And it tastes like sunscreen, which is a great compliment for me. Um, it's really <laughs> delicious. It ta- it's a very beachy coconut pineapple. Like It tastes like sunscreen, and it's delicious. You drink sunscreen. I don't, but it tastes like sunscreen smells. It smells like sunscreen. <laughs> it's so good. Did you have one, Holly? I don't recall I have. Maybe that was the night we were drinking a lot. Where was the So, so where it's is in the Kabuki Cafe. So next to the really tall tower in Out on the like the promenade? No, it's on the inside. It's if on the inside. Your back is walk-in. to the lake and you're looking at the tower to the left of that. Yes. My back is to the lake and I'm looking at the pavilion. So like if you're it, looking it, at the Japanese pavilion, it's on the left side next to I the know. tower where they put I've gotten a, a Sapporo there or whatever. Yeah, and actually, so, I so Sapporo? yeah, Sapporo. Yeah. I was doing quite a bit of research because this is kind of hard to find, and I could not find the coconut pineapple flavor, which I know I got because I don't really like the other flavors that they offer. Um, but this is a really good spot. Like this has like they have a lot of beer. Like they have the Kirin, they have the yeah. Kirin Light, they have the Sapporo, they have this. So I can see this being like a like a complimentary Canada. Like, I always drink in Canada. That's, like, my go-to. But I could see, like, Japan being somewhere where I would also like to drink. And I usually like whatever's at the kiosk there, too. Um, I think this drink particularly has two ideal situations. The first being great for hot days, because it's essentially a snow cone. And it's really low alcohol, so you're not going to taste the alcohol. Like, I could see someone who's not a big drinker having one of these and enjoying it and not feeling like you're going to get bombed if you drink one. Um, also, ideal for drinking around the world. Again, not a lot of alcohol. You could you could have this. It would be a little different, but not, like, not too much. Like, you're not going to want to drink all beers and then have a wine. Um, but this would be something that's kind of, like, neutral. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. It's... Um, I believe it's $9 and it comes in a cool like margarita glass almost and it's pretty tall so if it is a hot day you're definitely going to want to eat it fast Um, but we'll have we'll have a picture of that to share our friend Amy drinking one as it was melting (laughs) one night in Epcot so um, that is my topping it off. That's a good one. And, for, good one. and you don't have to uh, do shots of SPF 15 Coppertone. You can just drink that. <laughs> I 
prefer to do shots of Coppertone. What was that, Scott? Is it year-round? Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing is uh, they have a chocolate one, and mm-hmm. they also have a cherry one, and you can mix it together to be like a chocolate cherry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard the good. syrup was really strong. There's actually like a local place in New York that has like ice, like a shave ice that I think of that being like really syrupy. Yeah, you're um, talking about Aloha Snow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not bash Aloha Snow here. Yeah. I don't get shaved ice. It's garbage. I love it. Yeah. Well, there's alcohol in it, then. It changes the whole perspective. I don't think I've ever had it. Shaved ice? Yeah. It's just like, it's just a snow cone, basically, except flakier. Mm, I disagree with that. I think it's less flaky than a snow cone. Yeah, it's it's good, and it's refreshing. (laughs) As always. Shockingly refreshing. Take your drink. (laughs) Yep. All right, so Rob, how about news? So I was going to go in a different order, but since that's your drink, we're going to stay at the oh, Japan Pavilion. Oh, I know pavilion. what you're talking about. Yeah, so there is news that the Japan Pavilion will be adding a signature seafood and steakhouse establishment that is yet to be named. Uh, this is the... Th- okay, so the article I'm reading from says this is the third table service restaurant. What's the other... I know the... Teppanito. What's the other one? Tokyo the one that's... Cafe. It's in the front uh, of Teppanito. And not that's... Tokyo Cafe. It's, it's called... Yeah. Tokyo Diner. Tokyo yeah. Dining. Yeah. Is it ti- Tokyo Dining? dining. And it's... Um, it's connected we've to We've eaten the there part. before, actually. So and it's, it's not the hibachi part? Is but it... you don't get a hibachi. And it's actually very, like, fancy and contemporary. Like, yeah. glass tables. Like, mm. it's a... You know, you can get sushi, like sit-down sushi. Okay. It's good. I mean, it. Right. it's not like one of my favorite. It's not an all-time it's favorite. It's connected to the same thing. So you go up those same yeah, steps. Yeah, it's at the front. It's at the, the right. front of the building. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So where this one is going to be is it's going to be on the first floor next. So, again, if your back's to the, the water, you're looking at the pavilion. Yeah. It's going to be to the far right edge. So if you were oh. to walk around the front entrance of Mitsukoshi, mm-hmm. it's going to be back there. And they said they're going to expand the mm-hmm. walkway. Okay. It's, and they're going to take over space that's being currently used by the store and merchandise storage and backstage facilities. I'm into um, that. So, yeah, there's no no indication who's going to own it or if it's going to be like a, a third party kind of thing. But, Yeah. I think that I mean, sounds amazing because steak and like lobster are like my two favorite things to get at a hibachi restaurant. I really like them done with like teriyaki and butter and garlic. It's so. not a hibachi, is it? No, it's not. But I'm just saying like like the Japanese style of preparing steak and seafood is really good. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that it's signature tells me it's going to be pricey. Mm-hmm. But was there an opening date? I'm sorry. No, gosh, okay. no, <laughs> no. This is this is like same day as ratatouille. Yeah, this is this is a pretty. <laughs> new rumor that just came out the other day so um yeah so the other uh, another news story is disney's going to pilot a registered nurse at the the resort hotels and this is going to start at all-star music so it's, it's going to be a, a three-month pilot program with a registered nurse offering first aid so it's it says it's going to be similar to the first aid stations or centers in the parks where they'll be able to offer over-the-counter medications, bandages, and other basic first aid. It's going to so be. Do they not have first aid stations at the hotels? No. No. Mm-mm. No. All, all they have is the gift shop where you can get like, like Dayquil. Yeah, like travel-sized Dayquil. So, in, in thinking about this, you know, we had an experience not personally using it, but we had to take a friend to one several years ago. And well, an urgent to, care. to an urgent care. Yeah, sorry, to, to an urgent care. So I'm shocked Disney hasn't gone to this model yet of, you know, you got CVSs and Walgreens and everything with these minute clinics and different things um, in their stores. Why Disney doesn't have something yeah, it similar? It seems like that would make sense to just even have like a clinic on site that because it, you beca- could get. Because with the attention. nurse, you're, if you need it, like. Say you have a sinus infection, you need yeah, a prescription yeah. or something, you're not getting anything no. like that from her. This is like a cut or this is... Um, if you don't have a car, right. that's really exciting. My, my mom had a dental emergency when we were there a few years ago, and it was like, I'm going to say $150 Uber or cab ride um, to get to like Orlando. 
proper on a weekend, on a Saturday. So, um, yeah, it, it's really expensive. But, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, like, out of the five of us, who's been really sick down there? And I look to Matt. Matt, you were really sick with, like, I'm going to say food poisoning two years ago when we stayed at the boardwalk. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was you miserable. Used this, or... I just wrote it out and went. And we when got I was, saltines. We when got I saltines. was feeling good enough to leave the room, I went down to the gift shop and bought a pack of saltines, which is my dinner, <laughs> and then just, and then rode that train out. That yeah. was awful. Don't eat the roast beef sandwiches at the pool. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> It looked, the thing is, it looked good. I mean, I don't know how useful this is because how many people are going just to a resort that wouldn't have already been in the park? Yeah. Like, I mean, like if you're staying in Disney, I'm sure something could happen to you at a resort. Like you get bit by a bug or something that you need immediate attention. But or like you fall down and get a bad scrape or that's something. That's true. But I guess I'm thinking most people like every morning are like, which park are we going to? And there's a first aid in every park. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying that. That's what I'm saying. I would think something along the lines of an actual <laughs> like get a seat. doctor would be yeah. much more, or just have a clinic, like put it next to the best friend's dog care. <laughs> then they could do. You can have like a therapy dog and get a tooth pulled or whatever. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm a veterinarian. I cannot pull your son's tooth. Yeah, there's got to be space at Disney Springs or something. They could take. You don't but need a lot even of room off site. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like if each. I'm sure they could do each resort has like an emergency vehicle that could take you to yeah. your destination. So, all um, right, cool. I, I would like to see them expand that. That's, yeah. Um, and then the last story is Disney has started offering club level guests the ability to buy more fast passes. Oh. Yeah. So what is club level? Implied? So club level gives comes with. There's different levels at at, at different resorts. But basically, it, it gives you concierge service. And is that available to everyone? Yeah, yeah if you want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. You can tell we are really rich. <laughs> yeah. So I know that, like, you... I remember when you had club level something, like, was just Was that because, club level or just breakfast option? That was just a breakfast... Yeah, that was business class. <laughs> Ooh, business class. <laughs> yeah. at, at, at Coronado. Because I feel like that was, like, the only thing available oh, yeah. or something. So you just... Yeah. And it wasn't, like, that much more... Correct. So it's okay, but the, the, it's similar because we got the the Sweet. breakfast and and then they had the the drinks and hors d'oeuvres at night. It's similar. You uh-huh. get the pay a little know, extra. You get some amenities. Yeah. And now, if you're doing that, you can actually buy more fast passes. Okay. So the the nitty gritty. So three additional fast passes per day. There is no tiering of these additional fast passes. Damn. And how much do they cost? <laughs> okay. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait for it. You could book these at 90 days as opposed to 60. Oh, that's a game changer. Um, and then it also includes one preferred viewing location for a nighttime spectacular per day. But how much does it cost, Rob? <laughs> this is $50 plus tax per guest per day. But you have to be club level. But you have, yeah. So it's actually not bad. It's not. I think it. I think it's insane. I mean, yeah, but you're going to be paying okay. an insane rate to be club level anyway. Yeah, if you're club level, you're already balling. The, to, What's fifty to, bucks? I agree that if you're staying on club level, this the the amount of money probably doesn't matter to those. Yeah, I'd people. be surprised that who actually spends the money on club level and then is like, you know what. That 50 bucks is really breaking me. But here's the thing. So you have to have it, you have to have a three day or longer or an annual pass, a three day ticket or longer or an annual pass. Okay. And you have to do a minimum of three days. So you can't say, you know what, for our Epcot day, let's do this and we'll get six, you know, so then you get frozen, test track and soaring all together. So you need to do three days of it. Yeah, so like so you that's take a, automatically one hundred and fifty dollars per you, person. Right, <laughs> well, if you got yeah, three you in t- your party. No, yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars per person because per person per day. So right. you individual are one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, for three right, days. correct. Yeah, yeah, you take an average family of four. <laughs> the minimum of the three days is six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's insane. <laughs> okay, that does add up. Yeah. Talk to your Disney travel agent who will make it easy enough that you will not have to pay for this. Never grow up vacations. Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you think this has any impact on the availability of okay, fast so passes? 
Scott, mm-hmm. ah, great did question. I, did I jump ahead? No, no, that's no. <laughs> so it says this pilot program will not affect fast pass so availability pilots. for resort guests booking at their normal sixty day window. Okay, that doesn't good. make sense. No, they're just make. they're just making Adding more of it. Yeah, and and I mean, how how many guests are you talking? So like club level at say the Polynesian is probably the top floor of one building. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. You could you could say I'm wrong. I'm just uh, that's my guess of, I of you what could I've add heard. Add that option to almost any because like at the Grand Floridian, I know it's like a specific floor, and I think you can add that. Like I don't know that has to do based on location. Like I think I it is because I think you check in. Like there's a special like oh, desk. You would know better. Than I no, would. no, I'm I'm going off of other things. <laughs> I, I've I just heard feel like read. every time I've um, I have a cast member friend who has like said like oh you want to stay here you can do this or you can do this club level like and it just adds money to the, your total. Yeah, yeah. But, but maybe that is a specific. And, and the club, I mean, you're talk. It's not like a fifty dollar difference per night. Oh, it's, it's like two, three hundred dollars. Yes, it's on top of like yeah. say four hundred dollars for a poly room yeah and that's probably low end you're going up to like 700 <laughs> bucks a night that's insane now another family of four another 200 if you want to do this well more but, than i mean more than 200 a, a day. day yeah a day. I mean, yeah i'm saying so you're like a 900 600 yeah adding for a night 200 a day yes dreams come true folks <laughs> i so yeah this I, is they're pot People are all concerned that this is going to lead to not having fast passes free, quote unquote, anymore. You know, I, I don't, I don't see that. I think Disney sees a market for this little window and yeah, is going to try. It, it. This is totally niche. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a ton of people. And I feel like, um, like l- people who purchase luxury items like that, like these aren't the people that are like. 90 days, I gotta get my fast passes. Like, they don't care. Like, I mean, like, the people who are that rich don't care and could probably buy a VIP tour guide for See, less than a day anyway. That was the other thing I was thinking, That's too. cheaper. It's like eight, I, I mean, it's, 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 it would be, com- it would be comparable if you had a big party. Yeah. Yes, something I like, the, if you did this at the, if you did the VIP at the Magic Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Well. We'll see how it goes. It, it just started. I haven't heard we'll, that. We'll it's, start polling people at the Fast Pass. Um, yeah. Mickey and Mickey's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay for that? <laughs> well, that's it. Are okay. You, are you that bougie? Are you, you that bougie? <laughs> oh, our Alexa's talking back to us. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wait, did someone say Alexa? No. Don't say her name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so our main topic is we are going to Disney World in a few days. Heard of it. (laughs) And um, we kind of talked last week about how the Festival of the Arts is up and running, and we kind of said we would get more into the specifics of it. Um, So we're going to just talk about what we're looking forward to, and if anyone has any more just general planning um, tips for this trip, Anything that they want to share on top of the festival, hey, throw that in too. So, does anyone have? Does anyone want to start with something, an item that they're looking forward to, or that something that looks cool at the Festival of the Arts? I would oh, love to. I have a whole page. Yeah, me too. Oh. I got, I got, got two lot. pages, single space, in this Word document, <laughs> and I'm ready. Maddie to did research, which is <laughs> wow. shocking. Is it an APA format? It's not. It's an MLA. I need my no. references. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's, it's not cited properly. Um, <laughs> this, I, I've never really been. This has always been like the ugly stepsister mm-hmm. of the festivals. I think redheaded stepchild is the. Redhead. No, I said ugly stepsister. <laughs> okay. That's my thing. <laughs> But this is always paled in comparison to me. It's to, also only the second one. I mean, let's. I know, okay. but it's just it hasn't given its time to prove itself. But sure, food and wine, and then to a lesser extent, um, flower and garden are, have been the main spectacles of the Epcot festivals. This menu has got me really excited for it for two main reasons. One, the desserts look <gasps> incredible. Desserts. Yeah, desserts. <laughs> and two, the seafood. Mm-hmm. There is some amazing looking seafood mm-hmm. dishes. And this I'm, is, 
This is a bad episode to be doing now because I'm I am starving. starving. We're doing this like right before lunchtime. We were supposed to do this <laughs> earlier, but I held everyone. No, it's, I'm, I and I wasn't saying that for. I'm just saying. No, I'm, I'm throwing I'm, myself under the bus. I'm, it's like going grocery shopping when you're hungry. Yeah, yes. I, I blew it with the timing, yeah. but here we are. Um, let me start off with one of the uh, seafood entrees that I thought looked awesome, and that's at Cuisine Francaise. And I'm not going to try and say it, uh, the French version, but it's salmon in a puff pastry crust, Paul Bocou style, with spinach and bore blanc sauce. This thing looks banging. It is $10. A lot of these things yeah. are... I made note, and I'll, I'll bring it up later, of some items that I thought are good bang for your buck or that are, like, way expensive. And this one falls on the more expensive side from the pictures that I've seen, the portion size, but I'm definitely going to get it because it looks incredible. Puff pastry and salmon. You said ten dollars. Ten dollars, yeah, yeah. It's this one's on on the more expensive side. So that's what you're most looking forward to. No, that's not necessarily what I'm oh, most looking man. forward to. Let's hit it on oh. the park. Let's let's talk. What is everyone most looking forward to? The pan seared scallop at the artist table. Ooh, oh, scallop. with the chorizo. Yeah, I'm trying that's to on find my them. List. That's on my list, and there was Cross another <laughs> six dollars and fifty cents. That's a good bang for your yeah, buck. Yeah, really. That's a lot of scallops I'm going to be getting. It's got, <laughs> it's pan-seared scallop with chorizo, roasted red pepper, coulis, and a Parmesan, Parmesan crisp. crisp. And I had to look up what coulis was, and it's just basically like a... A, per, a preserve. Or yeah. like a, a heavier sauce. Yeah, it's like a, a sauce. Uh, here's so, a picture. Here's a picture of it. Yeah, it's the, it's on the oh, bottom, the red pepper coulis. Do they have a picture of the roasted pork? Yes. Oh, that one looks good. It's like a sandwich. With butternut squash puree, marble potatoes, and baby carrots with a red wine sauce featuring Melissa's produce. I don't know who Melissa is. Yeah. Her produce <laughs> Melissa, is... Melissa, <laughs> our dear friend. Ooh, that looks I've good. heard that there's a long wait for that, but it's worth the wait. They had some... Uh, uh, talking about seafood, the painter's palette. Oh, they um, had, they had some <laughs> seafood items on there, and I looked at the chilled shrimp with cucumber cream cheese on a crostini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That looked really, really And that comes good. with a deviled egg and candied bacon and a crispy <sighs> truffled risotto ball with stone ground mustard. So it's like a trio of appetizers. That That's <laughs> yeah. going to be delicious. Like, I just, I For really sure. like, usually with like three things, I'm always like not really into one of them. Word. But all of those sound really good, as do... Matt, do you want to talk about the um, cronuts there? Because oh, I know right, I you were kind of into them. So, they look different than last year. Last year yeah. they had the cronuts and they were almost like sandwiches. And now the, they're open faced. Yeah, I, that was probably the most disappointing item that I was looking forward to last year. You actually it's, totally uh, diverted me from getting it. I didn't yeah. get it last year because you guys said it was so horrible. I'm looking at the pictures of these, and what this kiosk is, is that? It's this in the Odyssey Painter's, at Painter's, Painter's Palette. Palette. Oh, okay. Painter's Palette. Looks I can't amazing. keep. I can't keep. It's the, the second year. I'm willing to give them another try. I'm just thinking we just had like a, a bad, bad batch. batch. Maybe yeah, it does say the chicken salad is really salty, um, and I will give credit where we're our source. Um, we use WDW News today um, for a lot of our. Uh, we looked at their reviews for a lot of our listings, and they're really funny. So check them out if if you want to see them. Um, this, yeah, this one. Um, it looks amazing, and this is on the, the pricey side. It's nine fifty. You get three small cronuts, um, which it's croissant donut, and they're topped with three interesting toppings. They're like three different distinct uh, toppings. The first one is garlic and fine herbs with uh, fine herbs cheese. This is really interesting. Borzen garlic and fine herbs cheese with fresh herbs. <laughs> it just seems that redundant. That one was a lot too of herbs. bad. A lot of herbs, yeah, dude. That would be the one I would want. That one looks awesome. That one was pretty good. The one in the middle, this is the one that I'm least excited about because I'm not huge on chicken salad, but it's chicken salad with shaved fennel and fresh herbs. Well, again, with the herbs. And this is the one where I'm most excited about. Um, spicy tuna with wasabi and seafood salad on top of a, a cronut. Well, you get Absolutely. you get that one. We'll split the we'll split the chicken salad, and I'll get the garlic with herb. Get real. Um, also, in the painter's palette, which was one of my, which just like totally is just in my wheelhouse. Two of my favorite things of all time: beer 
and popcorn. <laughs> they have a beer and popcorn flight that looks so good that each um, beer has like a little, it almost looks like a little napkin over top of it that has a different flavor of popcorn. There's like a buffalo, a ranch, a blue cheese. Yeah, I think oh, that's a really interesting. Oh, so good. I'm absolutely getting that. But I have to say, um, my number one item that I am going to run to when we get into Epcot going to be in the Masterpiece Kitchen, and that is the Wild Mushroom Risotto, oh, Aged Parmesan, Truffle Shavings, <laughs> and Zinfandel Reduction. That's a vegetarian that, item. Yeah, it is. I'm not doing it for that. I'm doing it because of the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that is surprisingly expensive. Nine yes. dollars. Yeah, it is. Uh, for a non-protein-based like, non uh, meal or dish, that is by Canada, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. I gotta keep thinking as to where these are. <laughs> we had that last year. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. I th maybe I had that. I don't re really remember what I had at the festival. Uh, did they have the short ribs? Oh, uh, can I get to mine? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the thing I'm looking. This is a re repeat from last year. I had it. It was. I wish I could show you the uncensored text between <laughs> myself and Rob about this dish, but. <laughs> Yes. It's not fit for podcasting. I think I have an idea of what So I this is said. at Cuisine Classique, and this is in Germany. Mm -hmm. And so it is the red wine braised beef short rib for $7.75. It's served with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. But my question is, can you have the broccoli? Yeah, well, okay, okay. So <laughs> I remember I saw it last year, because this is a repeat. I had this last year. Yeah, and you ate the broccoli off of it. It was just like two big pieces. Yeah, of they're they're. It's so, not. It's not like in anything. Correct. It's on top over the parsnip. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going back. I was for rubbing that. that in Rob's face today. And uh, the beer, they have a beer braising flight as well. So Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, Bell's Two Hearted, American style Indian. Yeah, right? pale ale. Yeah, sorry, I got like a little burp there. <laughs> I thought you were so, getting. I thought you were no. getting emotional. No, no. <laughs> well, it is beer. So, yeah, I, I'm I, getting real choked up talking it, about the spear flight. It could be. <laughs> and then a duck rabbit milk stout. So I'm into I'll that. Be, yeah, I'll be definitely getting that as well. I'm into popping some lactate and then getting into the milk stout, baby. <laughs> I can't stop me. Lactose intolerance. <laughs> Scotty, what do you? What do you? Well, I'm seeing I'm seeing a dessert come. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> or a really nice drink. <laughs> I was actually looking at the desserts. The decadent delights um, stand here with has a couple of different Dude, things that I'm on board with. I am so into decadent delights. Actually, I want to try There's all one. of them. Me too. Um, I would highlight the chocolate mousse bar. I think that's the one that sounds crisp, caramel chocolate mousse bar. Flavored meringue kisses and passion fruit sauce. That's the one that jumped out to me. See, the s'mores tart and marshmallow yeah. meringue jumped That's out to me. Dude, the s'mores tart. smoked <laughs> buttermilk chocolate cake with chocolate mousse, toasted marshmallow meringue, graham cracker dust, and malted milk chocolate sauce. Bam! I know. <laughs> That's for six fifty. And another thing at the Decadent that. Delights that I'm into, before I get to my most... <laughs> um, most anticipated item, the Neapolitan Beer Flight, which yeah. comes with two nitro beers, a Three Daughters Strawberry Nitro, Breckenridge Nitro Vanilla Porter, which I love, and yep. the Young's Double Chocolate Stout, which I also love. I I've never had the Strawberry Nitro. I believe they had this. They might have had this in the um, the Odyssey. Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah, and, I remember this from last year. I and, definitely remember the beer. Good. I don't remember a thing I ate, but yeah. I remember the alcohol. <laughs> So, my, wait, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, my most anticipated thing is also a dessert. I said <laughs> I was all about the dessert and the seafood at this. I'm going to hop back to the Cuisine Classique, uh, where Rob was yeah. for the uh, for the short rib. Damn, have you guys seen the caramel cream tart? Uh -huh. It looks so good. It's on my it's, list. It's St. Honor tart. with. It's a caramel cream tart with caramel glaze topped with cream puffs, and it's oh. six bucks. And it looks banging like it looks so freaking good i'm probably gonna get more than one <laughs> i'd like to say decadent delights and this is probably the most like th this is our toft build item um which is the white chocolate and purple sweet potato mousse salted caramel and maple meringue with coconut it's like the purple gelatinous <laughs> uh cake looking thing and it doesn't look good but guys i am gonna step outside my comfort zone because i am like the most picky eater of anyone and 
I will try it because I really like sweet potato. So. I would never define you as a picky eater. Really? I certainly no. would. I just started eating sushi like three years ago. Compared yeah, to some other people I know, like you're not even. Mm. Have you met their, me? Yeah, I, you're, you're, you are pretty picky. You might be more picky than me. There's but another friend like, of the pod that I'm thinking of. Okay, I, I know who you're talking about. Catherine, what did you have like? Oh, I had mussels last week for the yeah, first time. Yes, you had mussels oh, for delicious. the first time. Did you I like them? I loved them. <laughs> you're braver than me. But I won't do like oysters. I think that's really? gross. Ooh, you don't chew them. Yeah. You chew muscles. Ugh. No. She gets enough muscles at home from me. Nope. <laughs> All right. All right. Who's up next? So I'm going to go <laughs> off the beaten path to the refreshment outpost. So for those that aren't familiar, this is the, what they call Africa. Africa? And they have, <laughs> they, have Africa. A, they have a dish there. It's chilled shrimp, quinoa, layered vegetables, <laughs> spiced yogurt, and red pepper Colas? I don't know how to mm, say yeah. it. It's, it's, yeah, that's that sauce that's under the stuff in America. The price too. is not I like bad. how Rob, you're whispering now <laughs> yeah, like, across the table, like the <laughs> listeners can't hear us. Like they, they hear you. You're talking into the I microphone. Know, I know. I'm sorry. Colas wine. Um, so yeah, five ninety nine. It looks like a pretty big portion. The reviews are good. I'm into shrimp, quinoa, red pepper, whatever that sauce looks delicious, and yeah. it's got good reviews. So I'm gonna hit that up as my new item. I'm also going to go to France and have a drink because that's where we drink in France. And even though there's no crony, I have to say the frosé looks delicious. And I can see Scott and Holly getting frosé with me. Uh, The frozen rosé, grey goose vodka, and peach puree. You had me at peach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually the peach is super enticing. Like I think like if it wasn't for the peach, I'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll try it. But the rosé with the peach, oh, that's going to be real good. There's one item here that jumped out at me from the, whatever the Japan one is. What it's is a that? table. Yeah. They're, they have this sake in a personalized wooden <gasps> yes, cup. Yes, I want that too. Doesn't yeah, that seem like something we would get and then take a picture with? Like, yes. that seems yeah, like. Yeah, they'll write your name on yeah. it in Japanese. That's so, that's such like a cool souvenir. $10. I know. You get an alcoholic drink and a souvenir. That's like a really good deal. It's a personalized wooden cup that they'll write your name on it and they'll like, they'll burnt with Etch like a wood and unless this woman is really small it doesn't look tiny no it looks it looks like it's a decent sized serving oh wow that is yeah you I know mean, me and my cups i yeah. know i mean i i could see getting my name on a yeah a there was cup. an interesting dessert I, I think it's a dessert item at the same at the japan takumi was it, Tak- did you say takumi, takumi table, table? Takumi table. Mm-hmm. it's the Taiyaki stuffed Japanese yeah, that's not pastry. A, I don't think that's a. Uh, it's what a is that? Mm-hmm. It is described mm-hmm. as dessert in it's the picture. It's sesame cream and raspberry sauce. Raspberry sauce, something, and that has to be a dessert. Yeah, that um, is Catherine Picky Eater saying. WDW no News Today <laughs> says that it <laughs> looks like terrible, and no one in their group paste. liked it. There's no, like a red okay. bean paste in oh, it. No, thank you. I was thinking drinks only in Japan. I will stay at, um, at Stega Takumi table, and there's something that is out of that's like more like a Scott drink that I'm like all in on, and it's the Calpico yogurt strawberry swirl I sake. Just, and it looks awesome. It looks like it's very similar to like a pina colava, and like or like a Miami Vice. Yeah, I'm just down for getting out of the cold of the Northeast, going down to Orlando, getting some strawberry sake chilled drinks, and like going ham. Ham, ham is <laughs> Over at the painted panda in China, there is one item: the crispy fried shrimp in a wonton chip oh, that lotus mm-hmm. flower. That has me really curious. I'm surprised you didn't say the drink there, because I was like, oh, me and Holly wow. are getting the drink. <laughs> the Scarlet Blossom, a cooler of mango wine, strawberry syrup, and ginger ale, which kind of sounds like, when you start with mango wine and strawberry syrup, I'm like, oh, that's going to be so you sweet, but the ginger You actually took the words out of my yeah. mouth. That's what I was going, I was going to pair it with that. Ooh, a little, <laughs> a little pairing. Um, uh, the Painted Panda also has that little panda yeah. I want to get that. It's a coconut panda rice cake. That is so cute. I saw pictures of it. It looks like a little panda. Yeah, it's very... And I know there's another drink at the Painted Panda. It's non-alcoholic, but come on. I love the bubbles. Mm -hmm. So I want to try this strawberry Did you see the champagne with the bubbles? Yeah, I did. But they say that it's bad. You shouldn't drink champagne out of a straw. But I love strawberry, so I kind of want to do this strawberry bubble tea. You can also try that strawberry drink from Takumi Table with me. We could be twinsies. 
We can twin it. <laughs> we can twin, twin it up. up. Twin it up. Twin it up. Um, I did want to also mention we skipped over this country entirely, but I have to say the photo looked amazing, and there's really not much in it that I wouldn't like. The Mosaic Canteen, which is in Morocco, mm-hmm. they have a Mediterranean flatbread with olive oil, artichoke, olives, mozzarella, and feta cheese, which just looks like it looks I love all those things. So I'm very into Mediterranean cuisine. <laughs> so I would like to get that. Um, I'm going to go with the repeat from last year again. Deconstructed dish, the deconstructed Reuben. Mm. Oh, that was good. This was. This is really cool looking. It's got like this circular mm-hmm. red rye, thing with rye, with rye. yeah. Um, so it's a shredded corned beef to Thousand Island dressing, pickled red cabbage, and a rye curl. Yeah, so that's yeah. six fifty. I'm gonna get that. Same at the same location, dessert wise. I want to try the deconstructed strawberry cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. It's whipped New York style cheesecake with fresh Florida strawberries and sugar cookies with micro basil. Mm, that sounds really good. So. Yeah, that did look good. Um, that that looked really good. <laughs> so, anything else, Scott or Matt? It's I have I have my bang for the buck pick of the. Uh, of the festival that I think looks amazing and the price is certainly right. Um, this is at the El Artista Hambrienta. And do you mm-hmm. guys know what that means in Spanish? The hungry artist? It means the starving artist. Oh, this well, pretty close. It was, I was close. Starving. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the my bang for the buck pick is the Atole de Fresa and Mexican Concha bread. So there is yep. uh, Mexican Concha bread that looks really soft and delicious and it's paired with like a warm, almost like strawberry milk almost like and it's supposed to pair really well and the bread is a decent size and it's supposed to be delicious and it's 3.95 which is one of the cheaper yeah that's cheap cheaper items here and yeah it looks pretty sizable so that's my bang for your buck pick since you have the prices up there same kiosk what about the tacos de that one's a little expensive. The tacos de puerco. That's um, nine ninety five, and it, it, I'm still gonna get those tacos at that stand, even though I think it's a little bit. It's probably maybe two or three dollars more than it should be. But it's yeah. two corn tortillas with slow roasted pork shoulder, marinated in ancho paste, served with sweet plantain puree and garnished with pea tendrils. But the picture blows me away on this. Doesn't that look awesome? That does look delicious. Yeah, and it, it's a good portion. I mean, it's two soft tacos, but ten dollars—it's five dollars a taco. Come on. Yeah, that's expensive. That's really expensive. Yeah. But yeah, I'm in. Yeah, you're on vacation. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, when you go to these things, I kind of expect to get nickel and dime. So I'm like, whatever. It's it is what it is. But... I don't know. Money loses value for me during food and uh, food and wine. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, I want that. Yep. Does anybody have so where where like where could you find like where was your location that was what you think had the best options? I have one more yeah one more mm-hmm. item real quick and this is going out of my limb. Okay. Out on your limb? Or? Well, out on her limb specifically, limb. not on any old limb. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's called the it's at the deconstructed dish. It's a drink. It's called the deconstructed breakfast. Now, they have an alcoholic version, and they have a non-alcoholic version. And it's a spiced apple chai tea shake with maple bourbon cream, a waffle crisp, and candied bacon. Ooh. How refreshing. does that look? I'm actually refreshing. Kind of, I'm actually kind of into that. Yeah, I am too. That does look good. It's gonna, that so would give me instant ice, heartburn. That, but so like, does that little red, white, and blue icy in the background, too. That would be That's the like pop particle. Oh. Matt saw that and was like, that's totally It's not sad. alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. I thought they had a an alcoholic version. Yeah, they have one with, um, oh, just kidding. I don't they think don't. so. Don't. So why don't we go around oh, and I say, know. like, after discussing all of our tops, why don't we go around and say what our favorite, like, we're, like Catherine said. Where are you the, running when you walk into Epcot? Where could you find us? Where so are Scott. you running when you run into Epcot? Scott. I'm, I'm running to Japan. I think the, or, the uh, Takumi, Takumi table. table. Sorry, this is, this is a real challenge. We, yeah, get, I know. we get it. We get it. I, I think that cup seems like a lot of fun. There was the dessert drink that you had. Scott loves fun. I, I have a wooden fun. cup. <laughs> Ball in a cup. That's how I play. Oh, boy. He's the Ralph Wiggum of our podcast. <laughs> I choo-choo choose you. <laughs> so Takumi Table is your yeah, choice. Yeah, I think that seems like a place where we can hang out. Yeah, I'm down with that. 
It certainly was for food and wine. Rob? I don't... Um, Juice. Yeah. You know what? I really enjoyed the Masterpiece Kitchen with that risotto. Yeah. And I like that location. Yeah, that so, is a nice location. So probably there. Um, or the the um, uh, Cuisine Classique okay. in, in Germany. Yeah. So I got those two. Paul? I'm between the Decadent Delights. Mm, yeah. And... Well, definitely Decadent Delights. And I'm in between the Painted Panda and the Deconstruction Dish. Oh, wow. Yeah, you really seem to like the deconstructed dish items a lot more than everyone else. That they didn't really do it for me. The BLT sorta I, I saw. But Sorry, you feel that way. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I just didn't. Nothing really threw itself at me there, other than the BLT, which seemed kind of interesting. The cheesecake and that destruct that just deconstructed breakfast uh, drink. Definitely interesting. Very interesting. So. A lot of these are cool. That and I like, want that cute panda. I know <laughs> that panda. Matt, where are you? Oh, you? No. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, decadent delights for sure. Um, and like right on its tail is is definitely um, wherever you get that. Uh, oh, cuisine classique okay. for that freaking caramel cream tart. I can't wait. Guys, I'll be solo in Painter's Palette. There were like three things I wanted there. Yeah. Hors d'oeuvres, the popcorn pairing. They have a lot of beer there. I will be set. Cronuts. <laughs> Actually, Painter's Palette, I had like four items. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that has the so, most stuff that like we could just really sit there and like... Pomegranate mule? Yeah. Where, where was that located? Yeah. I'm into that, that looks really good. That's in the, uh, the, Odyssey. the Odyssey. Yeah, definitely. I could, I could read that. Um, and the other thing I just wanted to mention, and it's not a food item, but I'm a nerd, so. Um, they have this area in the Odyssey building called Disney's Bookshop. And they're selling a lot of the Disney, like, coffee table books. Oh, that's cool. So you'll find, like, the posters, or Disney poster art, I believe is the one. And they just released a new one called Dragons of Disney, um, which is all about all the different dragons and all of the properties. Um, and there's this one book that I am just, like, so excited to just, like, crack open and take a look at the photos. Um, but it's by Don Hahn. And Don was one of the producers of um, Beauty and the Beast. And he's also the narrator and um, creator of Waking Sleeping Beauty, which is one of my all-time favorite documentaries. Um, and it's called Yesterday's Tomorrow, Disney's Magical Mid-Century. And I love Mid-Century. I love Tomorrowland. It's all about, like, how, like, Tomorrowland is actually, like, really old, like, com- like from when Walt was alive. Yeah. Um, so I really want to see that book, and they have a lot of really cool books. Um, that sounds awesome. I think they have the Disney MacBook, which my dear friend Scott bought for I was me just for gonna Christmas say, this year, or my birthday this year, so yeah. that was, that's a great book, too, if that you haven't read it. That book is super cool. Oh, I mean, my gosh, I just kind of flipped awesome. through the pages after you gave it to her, and it's really interesting. Um, and fun fact, Don Hahn will be there um, the weekend of President's Day. So February 17th through 18th, he'll be there signing books. So if you're lucky enough to be there that weekend, you can meet Don. And he's a, I don't know if he's actually a Disney legend, but he's like a legendary Disney guy. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a really nice dude. Yeah. So you, you were saying, Matt, what you were saying earlier about how this is like, this is a newer festival and it's got its quirks and whatnot. But I'm just thinking, like, with fewer kiosks, it's more manageable. Like For sure. To hit everything, it, you mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's... I'm, I'm just thinking, like, like, how the, it's laid out. I feel and, like they're held to higher standard, too, that, like, you can't have, like, a throwaway kiosk. Like, there can't be something like... <laughs> true. Like, I'm thinking Italy, although I kind of feel the same. <clears throat> None of us we mentioned mention Italy. Um, that, like, maybe not the best festival kiosk, but they have to have it there. That's a good point. Like when, with the um, with food and wine, if you've got twenty plus kiosks, then like you can you have a couple want. of duds, and it doesn't hurt the overall theme of the festival. But with this, when you only have ten or so, like they better all be, they better all at least have one, like really great item. Otherwise, what's the point? And I think that, I mean, we haven't been there yet, but from the looks of it, it, it looks like they're they have at least one really good item at each kiosk. So I'm really excited for this. Definitely different from the other two festivals and unique offerings that I'm I'm really looking forward to. I think that's true. I think it seems more like 
uh, Flower and Garden ends up seeming like food and wine light. Junior, yeah. This yeah. seems I was like a whole say, different... This doesn't have Cronenberg Blanc. So, like, this will no. be, like, the main difference that this is the best. <laughs> if we could get Cronenberg in this festival, I would be a happy camper. We could get Cronenberg regular. I, I meant right. Blanc. Yeah, Sorry. No, I, know, I, do, I, I, I enjoy Cronenberg yeah, yeah, regular. Yeah, I do, too. I, it's like Bud Light. I mean, it's like Bud Light. I was watching America. a... So, this is... I was watching a... A movie from the the late '90s, and it's set in, in France, and they had cans of Cronenberg. <gasps> mm. I know. I I, I had it? to do. Uh, it's Ronin. With, oh uh, yeah, with uh, <laughs> with Reno, John Jean Renault. Yeah, and um, uh, Bobby De Niro. That's the one it, with like all the so amazing good. car chases. Yes. that movie's like half car chases. Yeah. <laughs> so th- there are Cronenbergs in that. Yeah, they're oh, in this like. I gotta this, rewatch it now. This apartment and they like there's this stuff on the <laughs> table and there's two empty cans of Cronenberg just sitting Insane. there yeah <laughs> and like last year they also have the fun photo ops they also have um what was the other thing oh they have the paint by grid thing and it's that figment I know Robin Holly did that last year. Scott, will this be your first Festival of the Arts? Yes. Because you were there for the marathon. You just, just missed, missed it. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. We're going to be experiencing some new stuff. So yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, I forgot completely about all the other art installation yeah, I mean, things. And they have yeah. the Broadway concerts, which, like, yeah, I'm not going to line up for. But if, like, we're there in the back, just like, like, I'll we watch. Sat there yeah, in for a 38 special. <laughs> or sticks. <laughs> Dennis DeYoung going off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm really excited. I actually, like, I can't believe it's so soon. Um, We are going to be um, posting some things while we're there, um, perhaps doing a live event either on Facebook or Instagram. So please make sure you follow us on social media um, because I think we'll maybe go live or maybe see some reactions because we are, I think we mentioned it last podcast, we are doing the Void experience. So we're going to do the Star Wars um, thing down in Disney Springs. And I can tell you, Rob's a little nervous for it. So I think we need to see some live reactions after we're done. There's so you've never done anything VR. No, I've never put a, I've never put Mm -hmm. a headset on or anything. So, and I don't, I don't want to say it. I get claustrophobic, not to the point where, like, I have to run out of yeah. something, but I can get that, like, anxiousness. Yeah. Well, here's the show. Get it, back in here. The Empire's going to win. This is probably going to be better for you because you actually see your surroundings because it's augmented reality. It's not virtual reality. So you're actually going to be able to see around you. Yeah, but, but they're not cut. really his surroundings. It's going to be an empty room. Yeah, but you'll well, be Well, that's what I said. Rob can just take the the mask off if he's feeling claustrophobic, and then he'll just be standing in an not empty you, room. Not if you don't want to die. <laughs> not if you want I'm, a fader I'm, I'm looking over. forward to it. I'm just, you know, there's a Anxious. little bit of, yeah. Are you going to drink beforehand? That's the question. I'm going to get loaded. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> like one fifteen in the afternoon. Right. So I don't know if we'll really even gonna... have my... I mean, if we go back oh, to the... Oh, I am. <laughs> I shot first. Will, I'm gonna get Jack Perkins wasted. I will absolutely can't have at up. least a drink before this. Okay. Well, I, I can't, I can't let you drink alone. So. Thank you. But Stay yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. We're definitely gonna do a lot of new things. So be on the lookout. Um. So follow on Twitter too. Yes. Twi- yeah. Twitter, feedback. Instagram, Facebook. Um. Those are the big three that you can definitely keep up with us. If you have any questions or you want us to try anything at the festivals, we are always open to being your guinea pigs. So please, um, you know, please don't hesitate. Also, if you're there and you see us, say hi. We yeah, love, for we sure. absolutely love running into listeners. Yes, we do. So we um, only bite food <laughs> and <laughs> drinks. <laughs> wow. Um, so does anybody have any last call items? I do. I do no. too. Go ahead, Rob. Am I stealing it? You no, see, oh. I don't think you're going to steal mine. Oh, uh, okay. Pretty much so we'll keep it on the food train here. So the the famous uh, La Cellier Canadian mm. cheddar cheese soup is now available at the refreshment port kiosk. So for those that might not, because all these mm-hmm. ports, and it's the, it's the stand, um, if you're coming from the Imagination Pavilion in Future World, that that little walkway and you make the right to Canada. It's that first little kiosk there. So the exciting thing about this is the soup is only four fifteen. Yeah. If you're on the Disney dining plan, it's a snack credit, and you can also get it as poutine. 
So I'm it's the that. it's the I'm French fries it. with hmm. Canadian cheddar cheese soup and cheese curds, <gasps> and that's only five ninety nine. Oh if you gosh, get it as a soup, do you get the pretzel? There's no indication that it comes with the. That's pretzel. why I think the poutine would actually be better because that's yeah. like carb with the soup. Yeah, that's I don't just, know. The soup by itself me. is you got to dip the the pretzel. Yeah, you got to have the pretzel. That's, so the, the fries. That's the better, poutine, yeah, the poutine. Yeah, but oh, this podcast is making me so I know, I know, I am hungry. Starving. Mm. I need to eat. Um, my last call item is I know that I've talked about the dress shop in Cherry Tree Lane in Disney Springs Co-op. Um, they just released two new dresses. The one is another orange bird dress, and the other is a Magic Kingdom dress. I am obsessed with the Magic Kingdom dress. It is so cool. So check those out. Those are new and probably flying off the shelves. That Magic Kingdom one is really, really. It's oh my beautiful. gosh, I sent that. I sent that to my mom today, and I was like, "Dang, I wish it was Christmas. I might actually be able to get this." <laughs> but it yourself. is ninety-eight dollars, and that's not bad, And actually, the orange bird one, which I don't like as much, is more expensive. So I was like, "I like the cheap one. <laughs> I buy it. I like the cheap get one. A cheap date, a hundred dollars. Yeah, a hundred dollar dress. But anyway, so yeah. Okay. All right. Any other last call items? All right, everyone. Well, we will see you in Disney World. And wait, and then also, don't forget, we're going we're gonna to play you guys out with our WDW Happy Hour Freestyle from DJ Pete. So, so I hope you guys enjoy it. we did get permission from Pete to Oh, we to did? Oh, in the midst yes, of the I just, I just checked to make sure it was okay. As long as, uh, yes. You yes, texted him. We are good. Totally legit. Totally okay. legit. WDW Happy Hour Freestyle coming up, and cheers. 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 to go. Let's close our eyes and head to Orlando, walking into Morocco or Mexico. Listen to this podcast, that's all you gotta do. Now let's talk about Catherine, first member of the crew. When it comes to the show, she's like the glue, and she'll definitely tell you her point of view. Catherine's other half Matt, that's got a nice ring. Tricky cronies with his always is his thing. Another fact about Matt is he can sing. Over at Kimono, he's the karaoke king. Rob Rob, he gives you the news. Listen to this in your car, just put it in cruise. He can drink around the world with nothing to lose. He's got the hollow legs where he can handle the food. Next up, who could it be but Rob's number one, Miss Wise Holly? And if you want to make a drink, that's from Disney, that she's a runner who got that recipe. Crew member number five is my man Scott. No spouse on the show, believe it or not. He comes up with great commentary on the spot. Grab a drink with him at the beach of the yacht. And that's it for this crew. Here comes another episode that's all new. And if I haven't told you before, I'll tell you what to do. So like, subscribe, comment, and leave a good review. 